Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fireside Football Podcast. I'm Joe, and I'm here with Jacob. We cover the National Football League news, anything around the league. So we're coming at you with training camps, practices, impending free agency. We have the draft. We have game recaps. Uh, Anything that you guys want to hear, you let us know, and we'll be sure to incorporate it into our next episode. Uh, Go ahead and introduce yourself, Jacob. Hi guys, thanks so much for listening. My name's uh, Jacob, and I'm going to be partners here with uh, with Joe on the podcast. Um, and so basically, for this for these first eight episodes, we're going to be doing a series on um, every division. Where basically we're going to start with the AFC South, and um, and we're going to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of recap, a little bit of prediction. Um, before I get too deep into it, I'm going to throw it back over to Joe so he can explain exactly how this segment works. Definitely, yeah. So we're working with a rapid fire divisional debates here. So we each have ninety seconds. Uh, we're going to go ahead and cover each team in the division. We're kicking them off with the AFC South. Once we finish our recap of the 2019 season, we're going to jump ahead to the predictor round. That's where we each, again, have 90 seconds uh, to basically state our case for who we think takes the top of this division. Um, and then the other can agree or disagree and then kind of uh, support their argument uh, with with facts or whatever they think uh, for that reason being for that team to, to take the division there. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Start with the Houston Texans at 10 and 6. Uh, they had, I mean, I guess if you're a Houston fan, you're excited at least about what things are, uh, are coming ahead. Get into the playoffs here. You win in the first round, right? Jacob begins a tough Buffalo Bills team, stout defense, right? A young quarterback in Josh Allen. But you got a young quarterback of your own, right? And Deshaun Watson. This guy's a Houdini. He is, yeah. I mean, they did. Granted, they did have to come back against the Buffalo Bills. They weren't a big, uh, I believe it was nineteen nothing hole. Right. Yeah. Thinking, so. And look, that's the thing that I don't really like about Bill O'Brien. Um, I, I think he needs to use and scheme um, more to to basically take advantage of the athleticism that Deshaun Watson has. So get this guy out on the perimeter. Get him moving right, so he can use his legs to his advantage. Um, just like just like they do with Lamar Jackson there in Baltimore. Right. He's a heck of a passer, but. Use that athleticism. And I think Bill O'Brien's hindering that. But look, they have weapons. They have Darren Fells at tight end, who's really kind of coming into his own. You have, of course, Hopkins, who's arguably the best receiver in the league. But um, this is a team that's definitely going to to make another stand next year. And, um, and yeah, I think you got a lot of things to look forward to if you're a Houston fan. Absolutely, yeah. Um, So I will jump in here with the 9-7 Tennessee Titans. Go ahead and break them down really quickly. Um, so I think that there was a lot of question marks midseason when, when they make the quarterback shift from Marcus Mariota to Ryan Tannehill. Um, and, you know, what was it going to go well? Was, was it going to be a little bit of a rough transition period? But obviously they, uh, they made it deep into the playoffs and they were able to, you know, scratch, scratch out a, a wild card seed and, and have a couple upsets along the way um they tore through that playoff absolutely they stole the show for sure for sure and 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 you can see that that their formula was was simple yet effective right it's it's play solid defense it's It's run the ball it's old school football and and you can even see when when ryan Tannehill is throwing for you know single digit or low teen pass attempts right um and it's 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 what they want to do, and they were right. successful, and I think that they can carry that over into next year. Right. They stuck to a formula. Uh, that's a great analysis. They stuck to a formula. They played old-school football, and they really dominated in that short stretch here of the playoffs. They caught fire for sure. Now let's move on to the Indianapolis Colts. They started out hot, right? This is a team that really kind of had the opposite trend of Tennessee, if we're looking at it. Now, um, 
kind of in the rearview mirror, right? Quick Indy, start. despite Quick start. that that uh, kind of random retirement by Andrew Luck, they really started out hot with Jacoby Brissett. Well, the Titans were slow, and then you kind of saw that reversal. They there. upset the Chiefs. Yeah, right yeah, here. yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and that was in Kansas City, if it I'm was. not mistaken. I so, it was, yeah. look, this was a team again that has pieces. You have Jack Doyle. I think Eric Ebron's on his way out. They don't really want him in there, but um, you have T.Y. Hilton. Hopefully, he can stay a little bit healthier. To Marlon give them Mack. some more consistency. Again, Marlon Mack. Offensive they've got, line. Also. Offensive line yeah. is outstanding. Just like Tennessee. I mean, you have Quentin Nelson. who's the best guard in football. There's no doubt about it. So you've got pieces there to build. What do you think about Jacksonville? Uh, so the Jags uh, ended the season at 6-10. and 10. Um, It's definitely record-wise isn't uh, isn't an ideal season. But um, you got to figure they're in a little bit of a transitional period. And, and I think that going into the season, there was high hopes for that defense and, and for Leonard Fournette and that coaching staff to kind of repeat what they did um, in the prior years. I remember they uh, they almost beat New England a couple a handful of years yeah. ago with, with uh, Blake Bortles, with Bortles quarterback, yeah, actually. No yeah, and, and so there was some disappointment. The Jalen Ramsey trade, the Telvin Smith taking a year off. You know, yeah, I, you team could, that kind of spiraled. Yeah, it, it, it really did. It was a downward spiral. And... and Doug Marone's coming back as as a head coach, and I think that if they can work out the quarterback situation, if they can get Leonard Fournette a little bit more creatively in space, kind of bump mm-hmm. up that yards per carry, if they can continue to develop uh, DJ Shark and D.D. Westbrook, then I think that this team can compete. All right. Yeah, no doubt about it. So let's move into our AFC South predictor around here. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. Look, I think it's going to be Tennessee, Jacob. I think it's going to be the Titans that take this division. You know, again, we saw Houston do some great things, and Tennessee caught on fire at the end of it. And I think they take that momentum and run with it from the start, right? They got to pay Henry. They're going to pay Derrick Henry, no doubt about that. You look at the quarterback situation, right? Do they bring in another guy? As much as I like Tannehill, I think they go after Brady or they go after another guy that's available. This is arguably the biggest uh, free agency period for quarterbacks that we've seen in a long time. And I really like what they have on the defense. They do, I think, need to get an edge rusher. If you can make a splash, whether, again, that's through free agency or through the draft, to bring in a piece that can kind of scream off the edge there and not allow them to be exposed like they were in that Kansas City game where Mahomes was able to kind of maneuver around the pocket there and get on the outside, get on the perimeter, and, and chuck it deep. Um, yeah, this is, a, this is a team that I think takes it. What do you think? I am going to have to disagree with you. What? Um, you know, I think that Tennessee had their moments, and you could, as you mentioned, they're, they're a team that, that caught fire at the, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, no, no or, doubt I'm sorry, it. at the end of the year and the beginning of the playoffs. Um, and the one thing I would note is that their success seemed a little bit, I don't like to use the word fluky, so let's just say um, unsustainable. Okay. Right, because when when you look at, you don't win very many games when your quarterback is is throwing single digit passes, and, and I feel like when you look at when since Tannehill took over, his um, touchdown rate, you know, per attempt is astronomically high, and and we saw something similar with Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes last year. It's like you know the guy throws twenty passes and he has four or five touchdowns, well, it's like you obviously can't do that every game. So right, I think right. if that comes down crashing back down to earth, and and I think that um, 
I, I'd say that the Colts, to me, okay. uh, they, they stand out in the division. And, and again, you look at the division, it, it's always decided within a handful of games. And I think that you look at Tennessee's success, and the Colts are a little bit similar in, in the sense that they like to run the ball. They have a great offensive line, right? And I think that they're a team that actually is more likely to replace their quarterback um, in Jacoby Brissett. It's a good point. Look, you're running out of time here, so let's switch it back to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refute that statement. I don't know how in the heck... You think that Indy is going to take this? Look, we have Houston not even getting the first or second uh, it's coaching. place spot. It's coaching for me. Yeah, Frank Wright is. is a superior coach over yeah, Bill O'Brien. No doubt about it. Look, maybe they, maybe their team. It's a wild card to kind of jump up there and uh, and catch somebody in the top one of the first few picks, maybe um, if they're looking at their quarterback for the future. But look, as it stands, I think Tennessee's just too well built. They're too well coached as well. Um, you have Rabel there. Hell, maybe they go out and get Brady. Maybe they can lure him uh, to to Nashville. And I think you have weapons. You have Corey Davis. You have um, some tight ends that really played well down the stretch. A.J. Brown Brown for sure. Um, And so, again, with a bruising back like Darren Henry, Tom Brady is not going to have to do it all. And so, um, look, I think he'd be a really nice compliment. I think he'd get that team going in the right direction. Obviously, he has an incredibly high football intelligence what do you think? Well, I mean, just to counter that, I, the only thing I would say is that we're, we're, you're talking about them potentially bringing in some some free agent fines. And, and my argument to that is that if they are going to pay Derrick Henry, it's going to be – he's going to be um, among the, the league lead in, mm-hmm. in, in, um, in running back uh, contracts. And yeah. so – it's got to take a damper you on your have, financial it situation. Is, it is, right? And, and and do you have the money to go get a, a big splash guy like Brady when you are going to be advan- you know, investing all this money into Derrick Henry? Mm-hmm. So cap space-wise, to me, the Colts make more sense because you look at Jacoby Brissett and he's on a little bit more of a team-friendly deal, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they have options to opt out of his contract. And it, we, we don't need to get in the, into the uh, specifics, but cap space room. Mm-hmm. From that perspective, it seems like the Colts are more likely to, to make a splash. And again, if the division is, is decided by just a handful of games, all of a sudden you bring in a guy and he, he kind of propels you into a better standing. And, yeah. and just as simple as that for me. Maybe. No, I think it's definitely not going to be it. Uh, and there's our timer. But Okay, so we got we have the Colts and we have the Titans. What do you guys think? Let us know uh, your opinion on this. Who takes the AFC South? Give us an idea. For our next podcast episode, of course, we're going to go through, again, each of these divisions and kind of do this rapid-fire round. Uh, but, if, look, if you have any questions you want us to address on the podcast, whether that's through an episode or kind of throwing it into one of our one of our segments here, we'll be sure to, uh, to introduce it. Once again, this is Fireside Football, guys. Thanks for listening. Good Colts! Remember, you were obsessed with both of you guys. Yeah, I remember. I remember. But I think that the.